Well, are you happy? Right now, American adults are the unhappiest they've been in decades. And that sudden backslide is contributing to more Americans being unhappy now than in the last 50 years. The National Opinion Research Center at the University of Chicago conducted a survey of more than 2,000 American adults in late May. Mind you, most of the interviews were completed before the death of George Floyd. The survey shows just 14% of American adults say they are very happy. That's down from 31% in 2018. I think at least part of it is the complexity of our society. It isn't certain how the future is going to lay itself out, and it isn't certain that what you knew in the past is going to be sufficient for you to, to move forward into the future. So there's lots of opportunity, but it's very complex. And it's not easy to keep up in our world. You know, like if you look around the world, you might think, well, the happiest people are those where the high standard of living is the highest. That's actually not the case. The reason why New Year's Day is so depressing is because it's a day of self-accountability and a day of self-reflection. A day of measuring one's success, and that's incredibly excruciating for so many. It eats us up, and it really shouldn't. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just Talking About the Bible. I'm David Walker. I'm Hiltrude Walker, also known as BB. And I'm Dennis Pixley. We thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we have a question. Why aren't you happy? It seems to me that here in the United States, with all the technology we have, all the, the medical advancements, everything that's going on, um, I heard a poll recently that says, get this, 80% of the people when asked said that they are not happy. That is a whopping number, in my opinion. 80% of the people who you drive past, walk past, work with are saying that they're not happy. And, you know, it shouldn't be such a shock because if you ever notice when you're in a group of people, they are complaining. I don't get paid enough. My husband don't treat me right. My wife don't treat me right. My kids are disrespectful. And everybody complains, complains, complains. And it gets to the point to where people complain so much, you start complaining too. And when you find yourself in a group, you start complaining because it just seems to be that you think that's what people want to hear. You can't turn on Fox, you can't turn on CNN, you can't turn on TYT without somebody getting dogged out, put down, belittled, and just being stressed with how unhappy they are with situations. Now, throughout the day, of course things are going to make you mad, but you don't have to stay mad. Of course, people are going to say something that might get under your skin, but you don't have to keep it that way. Now, the reason why you're not happy, you personally, not me, not Dennis, not my wife here, you, why aren't you happy? What are you focusing on that's keeping you from being happy? Because it comes, because as far as I'm concerned, it's a matter of perspective. You're not happy because you don't want to be. Now, I do understand there are people with situations that they can't control, but we're not talking about the outliers. We're not talking about the people who have chronic illness and conditions. We're talking about you. The people who do have it within their power to change things and choose not to. Take a deep breath. No, seriously, take a deep breath. Do you really think you're doing everything that you can to have the life that you say you want? I know that sounds crazy, but you don't want to be happy. You have a choice every single day. Do I thank God for what I have or do I complain about what I don't have? And you choose to complain about what you don't have. Now, I don't know how long we got on this planet, and this is you too listening, but... Why do you want your last days to be complaining about what you don't have? What happened to you 20, 30, 40 years ago? You could be happy if you chose to be happy. But the world, especially here in the West, especially here in the United States, we have this thing of gimme, gimme, gimme. I got, I got, I got. And to look down, down upon those who are your peers or your rivals, so to speak, and to just put them down. But... We have this scarcity mindset. We have this mindset that says what we have is not enough. We have this mindset that says, you know, uh, uh, I'm being unfairly treated because I don't have everything that I want. 
the arrogance. You know, there are people dying as I'm doing this podcast. You don't have to be unhappy. You choose to be unhappy. You have so much to be grateful for. If you got a car, it's making a loud noise. I can show you millions of people who don't even have a car. (laughs) You choose to be unhappy. Well, gee, Dave, why do we choose to be unhappy? I'm so glad I asked myself that question. Well, see, (laughs) here's the thing. We choose to be unhappy because we don't want to follow God. Happiness is not about selfishness. And we are too selfish. It's not about what we can do for the world. It's about what we want the world to do for us. If you want to be happy, do something for others. It will immediately change your mood. You in a bad mood, you want to do something that's just really going to shake up your life. Go down to your local... um, Salvation Army to your to a to a clinic somewhere and volunteer. Yes, they volunteer your time to help somebody, and it will change your perspective. It will change your life. Why? Because see, God loved the world so much that He gave. You're not giving. You're not giving anything. You just want to take. I need more. I need more. I need more. And where is it going? It's a bottomless pit. It's a black hole that just cannot be filled by mankind. Nothing you can attain on the outside of you will ever fulfill you. It is what is attained on the inside of you that is going to fulfill you. The reason you're not happy is because you're looking on the outside and you're not looking on the inside. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to interject a little bit on that because um, I'm understanding that... uh there's a lot having to do with each individual when it comes to um, what's making them unhappy and what they're looking for to make them happy. I can see giving as a, just a, a natural uh, thing that, that some people do. I mean, I give my time. I, I do for other people. and But, you know, you know, you know Dave, I expect something in return sometime. And I think that what makes me unhappy is I expect a relationship with the people who I interject with on a, on a long-term basis, whether it be uh, my family, whether it be uh, 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 friends. I mean, me and you, we've, we've been working together how many years? For over 25 years that, I, that we've been knowing each other. Dave, if I do something for you, I expect... <laughs> something more than just being ignored being taken advantage of I'm just saying but this is what you get from some people when you when you when you try to act um, uh, react or act with uh, interact with other people and I just feel that um, um, in, in, in some in some retrospect this is why some people are unhappy because I, I, Dave I give I just, I'm just not getting, I'm just not getting enough back in return, or, or to, to enough to make me happy because I feel like I'm doing more for others, and they're not appreciating it, or they don't recognize me as a viable uh, a person to show the same kind of respect and, and love that I'm showing them. You came to the wrong place because I'm gonna get B on you. <laughs> what? B. <laughs> Getting. <laughs> you ain't right. So joy, when we look at joy, um, in the Bible it says joy is a fruit of the spirit. So it's not joy is not a gift, it's a fruit, which means it's something you bear. So if you're not in alignment with God, the word of God, the way he wants you to walk, you know, sold out to him, you're not going to bear the fruit. You see what I'm saying? So and it, it's not easy. Number one, you got to get there because not, everybody's not saved. Everybody's not churchy. Every Everyone's not. Some of them, I know with us growing up, we didn't even go to church. I thought there was four gods and they all floated around in a balloon, hot air balloon. And control the weather that was it that's how I grew up praise the Lord but 
when I got in church. <laughs> it's true. It's, it was cute and a little girl. Anyway, so when I got in church, though, and you learn the word, you get closer to God, you know, you get baptized in his name, get the Holy Ghost, and, and you're trying to walk that walk. He's going to lead you and guide you in the way that you should go. And as long as you're not pushing against him and no, I don't want to go there. No, I don't trust you, Lord. I'm scared. And he knows who you are. He knows you know, how he can direct you and lead you and you will eventually come around because, you know, he chose you and, but it's a process and everyone's on a different path. Then you begin to bear the fruit and one of those fruits is joy. So when you bear that fruit, you don't pick from your own tree. You bear that fruit of joy for someone else. They pick from that fruit. So then you got to ask yourself, well, who am I around? Who am I surrounding myself with? What kind of people am I surrounding myself with? And God might have you on a path where you're maybe like a missionary type of person somewhere else where there aren't people bearing fruit where you can pull from that tree. So you got to trust him and he is your joy and he is your strength. So who are you looking at? Who are you looking to? Getting. Wait, wait, is it is that that means you have to recognize that you are in a joyous no, uh, no happy situation? Yes, in a no, way, I mean, yes. No, I mean, no, in a way, no, yes. no, 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 here's why, here's why, here's why, here's why. He's gonna, <laughs> he's, he's gonna tell us why. Yeah, go ahead. The one with the most here wise, here's wise, goes first. <laughs> wow. Here's why. Um, it has to be something that you're not even conscious of because it doesn't even make a difference if i do anything for someone else anything at all and i'm expecting something in return even a thank you that is not called right that's not called doing some kind act that's called an agenda yeah that's an agenda that's not a kind act it's an agenda and that is where the humanity comes in the human the carnal part because carnally we want we want the thank you. We want the recognition. Right. Now, look. We, don't bow down and worship right. us. No. Look. Look. But, there's just one girl with a weave. Okay. Coming out the dollar store. Because I go to the dollar store. Because my English is the great. The dollar store is one of the best places on earth. You know, That's like going well, to Disney World. Well, in fact, there's pretty much across the street. Don't hurt either. That's true. And so, I, this, this lady with a weave. Okay. And she had a weave. And she had a kid. And I opened a door for her. Weave woman walked past me, thumbed up her nose, looked at me like I was the help. Now, my spiritual side was like, bless you, child, in your travels. My carnal side was going to snatch that weave off of her head, drag it back into the dollar (laughs) store and say, I can't even get 50 cent for this weave and throw it on the floor and say, now you get back in there, get your weave and open your own door. You were going to do that? No, that's because my spiritual side won. (laughs) Thank God for the spiritual side. I'm sorry, (laughs) I agree with that. Because you don't know what what people are going through on a regular basis. That's true, including her. Including her, right, including her. I mean, because hurting people just want to hurt people. You have to expect in the world, most people are not in a good headspace. Mental illness is real. Most people is not in a good headspace. A lot of people walk around undiagnosed, uh, bipolar disorder, borderline personality disorder. You don't know autism. You don't know what they what they have. Depression, anxiety, the list goes on. She's a nurse. You know. You know. Any time you're doing stuff and you're expecting something in return, it's off a little bit. Yeah. It's off kilter a little bit because when they were stoning Stefan, he was saying, "God, forgive him." So what you're saying is put God first. Is that what you're saying? That's what that's what eventually what I'm always saying. Okay. But it just as long takes as we're you, on the same page. Right. Well, you the one started because I'm just saying what's on the page, <laughs> and you just saying put God first. But you gotta just like add. And well, now think about right. this. Well, now think about this. You said the woman, the weave in the store, and mm-hmm. held the door, and she thumbed her nose up. Mm-hmm. You know there, and we can all relate. You have a rough day at work. And, um, and then you got to run to the store real quick. Someone else was supposed to pick up the child. Or when you picked up the child, the daycare said, you still owe us from four months ago. So that brings your total to 5000 
15 million dollars yeah yeah and then you're like shoot i have no food at home to feed my kid and the money doesn't come till friday and i can't borrow from anybody else and then you just walk in the door someone Mm -hmm. holds the door you're not even cognizant you're in the world right now you know what i mean so you just never know what people are going through so i'm glad you did not rip off her weave well but even when you say all that you know her daycare bill her kid my carnal side is saying that's a you problem (laughs) and my spiritual side is saying you need to make better decisions and put god first and you wouldn't be in that situation because because trust me if you put god in any situation you can't go wrong that's true you just can't no it is impossible for you to be lonely it is impossible for you to be broke it is impossible for you now don't get me wrong you're gonna have bad days you might have a bad week you might even have a bad month, but it won't stay that way. All these things will come to pass if you put God first. And what I can't understand is, you know, it's like I know a lot of people who are beating their head against the wall, constantly doing the wrong thing, swearing they're doing the right thing. And at the middle, if you just if, if you just look at the core of what they're going through, it's unforgiveness. This unforgiveness that we carry within our soul leads to you not being happy the things you can't let go got a guy at the job just got divorced and they've been divorced for what two years maybe i think and she even got another man and she still dogs him out and come after him and she still takes him to court every time he can and he was like dave why does she keep doing that i said because she got unfinished emotional business she got a man he was like but dave she got a man, they go on vacation and all that stuff. I'm thinking they're going to move in together. I'm like, and what makes you think they got anything to do with her not being happy? She ain't moved on. If she did, you would be an afterthought. And you're not. One thing too, Dennis, I was going to say is, we have to stop trying to make sense out of nonsense. People will never act the way that you want them to. They'll never say the things that you want them to. And when they don't, we can't be surprised because you can't make sense out of nonsense. I heard stories, I've seen things that is just bizarre. And I had to divorce, in my mind, the fact that I need to know why. I may never know why. I divorced in my mind that I I need to have somebody apologize for what they did. Go ahead about your business, Jimmy Crack Horn, and I don't care. It's not important. Whatever the reason is, whenever. And I remember back in high school, uh, I used to sit with these two girls in high school. Every lunch, you know, we all sit together. And one day, one of the girls, she came to, and she was like, I can't sit with you guys anymore. I said, why is that? I said, well, it's because of you, Dave. She said, you know, my boyfriend, I just stood up. I said, don't even finish the sentence. Don't even finish. Don't even want to know. Y'all stay friends. Go ahead, sit down. I got my tray, got up and left. You know why? No matter what came out of her mouth was not going to make a difference. If she got a boyfriend, he was getting jealous or mad. Why are you sitting with this other boy? That's what goes on in high school. But any, I knew anything coming out of her mouth at that point in time was not going to change the ultimate outcome. If you're not together with somebody, guess what? You're not together. Why, when, who, don't even matter. You have to move on now. You have to come to terms with what happens. You have to, you have to do whatever you can. Pray, fast. You know, uh, if you need one more conversation, just to say, hey, I'm sorry. Not for you to hear from them. Man, is that hard? That's hard. That hard? I mean, we have we have a cultural uh, a problem in just in America with the idea that America is different and it changes all the time. So culturally, you would have issues where if everything goes smoothly, if everything works out for me, if I live the American way, I would be able to do what? And it's just to pursue happiness, to go after happiness. But it's (laughs) running. Ain't no guarantee you're going to get it, though. No, never. Because America is so complicated on, on so many different levels, financially, spiritually, there's so many different. There's not, a, 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 if I can say this, a moral compass yeah. in America that's going to suit 
everybody. But let me tell you what they all do agree with. What's that? Across the board, across denomination, across race, creed, everything else. Revenge. <laughs> but that's hold on, hold on, hold on. And that hold makes on. you happy? No. Okay. No. But I'm Sometimes saying. it makes you happy. <laughs> For a second. <laughs> She's lying. She's lying. For a second. We are going to Go baptize ahead. this woman all over again. She Go is ahead. wrong. Go ahead. Revenge. Now, because if you think about this country and why it is so bad, why it is so crazy, it's because of all the movies that we see that indoctrinate <laughs> us into these things. Rambo, gotta get even. Rocky, gotta get even. And no matter what you name, it's always about somebody who's down getting revenge or or one-upping somebody who they felt had the upper hand at one point in time. Where did I get married? Oh, huh? Why did I get married? Right. War of the Roses. Love that movie. <laughs> the Godfather. The Godfather. I never saw that. Superman. Getting Zod back for what he did, even Superman. But see, here's the kicker, though. And this is what Ooh, this is what Tom probably... and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> Man, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> why am I here? Tom and Jerry. No, and that, that's not even. No, because they're just doing what. What the, they're the even with each other. <laughs> no, but that's. Yes. They're not real. <laughs> okay, that's hard. number one. Damn, I love Thomas <laughs> You know, I did, I did too. Did you I did too. Did you B. <laughs> <laughs> I was the best one of all of them. You will, I eat you ain't my baby. Maybe babies found somebody new. I'm the day though, Okay. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't show For those of you just tuning in, I am so sorry. I don't You're know welcome. what happened. They got lost in some Tom and we Jerry got, stuff. We got the I'm, joy. I'm we found to, the joy. I'm here trying to help y'all, you know, and myself too, because you know this is not something you get mastered at any point in time. You just don't, you know. But you just got to deal with the spirit, and and that is the reason. The further you get away from God, the further you get away from the Holy Spirit, the more unhappier you will be. People always think, money, money, get that money, get that money. More people with money commit suicide than people who are broke. Money is not the answer. And people just glorify the wrong things. And all the movies that we watch and all the TV shows that we watch and all the things that we listen to and all the things that make the news is always about revenge, get even. Somebody cheated on somebody else. Somebody did this. And they just fill your mind full of, oh, it's happening to you. You know what? It's sad. Because if you think, oh, I'm not like that, Brother Dave. I'm not like this. Yes, you are. <laughs> if you hear it every single day, it's just a matter of time before it gets in somewhere. If you tell a lie enough, one day you're going to believe it. Even if you knew it was a lie when you first started. It's the soap opera life. You can't yeah. allow you can't allow it to... You allowed to entertain you, but you can't allow it to envelop you. Go ahead, Tom and Jerry. Oh, I'm done. I got my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> somebody told me this recently. You know, he said, "You know, somebody said that oh man, a terrible storm is coming. People rushing to the store, get everything they need, they getting prepared, and then before you know it, you know, say, you know, they 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 be hunkered down in their house and and and, and they ready for that storm to come." But if you tell them Jesus is coming, nothing. Right, they keep shopping. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> so he was saying there's a, there's a difference it is. in the world when it comes to spirituality okay, and, so and, and, let's and, uh, and being connected to uh, 
what's going to make you happy and right. what's going to keep that joy in you. Okay, it's so it's a disconnect. So right. this is why. Don't I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. No, no, go ahead. I'm trying because I don't want him to start saying, "As if we <laughs> don't go out to deep <laughs> Is Jesus is coming? That was just a little bit bad. Right, I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't, I don't have anything else on that, Dave. Yeah, but that. that God, you know, you just smile so hard, just makes me feel bad. Okay, so listen, let's do this. Let's let's um, real quick, because you know we ain't helping nobody. So, uh, let's talk about relationships men women relationships i believe that that's probably a good portion a good portion of why people aren't happy because they're in relationships that they feel they have to settle for and it's driving them insane they're in relationships because it says what god has put together and they put themselves together okay so let's just touch on that real quick now a lot of times the bible says a man who finds a wife finds the good thing now i remember when i first met b and I crawled down the stairs. I met her, she said hi. And then I crawled down the stairs and said hi again. And then I said, you wanna to go to the prom? That's how long ago this was. I graduated in 89. And she was like, I don't know you. I'm like, well, we can get to know each other. And it's like, I was drawn to her. And from that moment, my life has never been the same. I can honestly say that. From that moment, now, I am blessed to be with the woman that I wanted to be with. Because here's what a lot of people don't understand. Say like something happened to me or be and we have to date again or something like that. It is hard to live with somebody knowing that you weren't their first choice. <laughs> it's hard to live with somebody knowing that you weren't their first option. There are so many people out there married to people because life just forced them to move on. And the person they really wanted is down the street with another woman or something like that. That is tough. But what you have to realize is, if you were meant to be with that person, and you could persevere, God would have made that happen. Just because that person is good for somebody else, doesn't mean that person is good for you. And we hate and curse God for giving us what is good for us. I was like, yeah, this woman turned me down. Thank the Lord. This woman don't want she ain't return my phone. Thank God. This man, you know, I gave him everything. Look, let him go. Small price to pay for some peace of mind. Because like the one podcast, I think it was on divorce that we did when the girl was like, oh, I look at marriage like this now. Trying to change the space-time continuum and, 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 and readjust the fabric of reality to try to call her marriage a success when it clearly failed. You don't want to be stuck in that situation. Things happen. And if you don't have the peace and comfort of the Holy Spirit in you, they will always haunt you. Well, this is America. Nobody's living it up. I don't care how many cars you got. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. Everybody is upset about something. Everybody's mad about something. Nobody is in the pool somewhere with champagne while you at home all alone acting like you're doing some sad music video. It don't happen. That is something that is conjured up in your mind. You are making that image up in your mind. And it's causing you to be upset. Your own overactive imagination is destroying you. By telling you that you're not happy. There's something else. If I if I if I can say that um, there is there's also uh, I I feel that um, there are great marriages still mm -hmm. that are in turmoil just because of traumatic circumstances. I mean, sometimes um, you 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 can have a a a, a great foundation and one of the uh, um, you know the uh, either the husband or wife it just gets traumatized just by by um, some some great traumatic experience that they had to go through right loss of and, a parent and, and, loss well, of a child and, you know and that person if they're not strong enough they uh, end up um, I don't know what you want, how you want to, how you can say it, how, they, how they'll back off from the marriage. Mm -hmm. 
know what I'm saying? They'll back off from their from their partner. They, they'll cut they'll, they'll cut them off because emotions they're shut off. The children were fine or whatever. Everything was going good, but then all of a sudden, this traumatic incident, mm-hmm. you know, has has shut this one person off, and now the marriage is is over. Okay. Pushback time. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. This, this right. is another it's still, issue. It's still pushback time. This is another issue. It's pushback time. I'm pushing back. In the hypothetical scenario, of course, that, you know, everything was great, this, that, and the other was great, and, you know, and then this happened. Well, it wasn't. It couldn't have been. Because we never learn who we are when times are good. We only learn who we are when times are bad. That's when your integrity kicks in. That's when your, you know, your walk with God deepens because we all have valleys that we have to go through. Right. So when you say, you know, all of a sudden she became like this. I have to quote Jay-Z on this one. You can try to change, but that's just the top layer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, I ain't done with Jay-Z. Hold on. Okay. Because he said you was who you was before you got here. But you but y'all mentioned the mental illness part. Well, this is true, too. <laughs> okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Hopefully, okay. hopefully. Now, I don't know. I think I, I know some people who just crazy. And you just say, oh, that's just them. And you want to call it mental illness if you want to. I made nervous uh, breakdowns. I don't know. Well, you know what? That's rare. That's rare. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say on the overall scheme of things. And see, this is why this is a great show because we don't necessarily debate, debate. Because, no. Because we know it ain't no right or wrong. These are just the ideas that we have at the moment. Because, yeah, I, I don't know anybody. I'm just... Right, right. But I'm just saying, right. But I, see I, movies, I was... Uh, oh, me, I make them. <laughs> you make them. I make them. What are you why, talking why, about? I movie? look for this stuff and not well. <laughs> I'm going to get... I mean, my last movie has some middle and those stuff going, man. And I got to research that stuff. And it's fascinating. It's deep. And yeah, now we're talking about it. It'd be nice to go back and look. Huh? <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But um, I have to say that, you know, when it comes to that men pretend to be something they're not to get with a woman women pretends to be something they're not to get with a man and the problem with that is once they think that's how you are then you're stuck playing that role for a very long time and if you want a successful relationship you got to keep that to a minimum (laughs) you really do Mm. b you can speak on behalf of the women oh Cause so, I'm a woman. <laughs> well, I hope that's why I married you. <laughs> hmm. Or you married? No, I married you, right? You didn't marry me. I married. Well, we both had to say I do. You ain't right. Yeah, I think um, you might be onto something there. As far as everything seems like it's going swimmingly, they're both close. Um, marriage is great. Life is great. And then you have a traumatic, a traumatic something or other whatever it is that happens um sometimes there was something wrong all along yes you know things are good it's easy to mask that stuff yeah you know as long as money is in the bank as long as the kids ain't got covid what do they say when the rubber meets the road yes when this when the mess hits the fan Mm mm-hmm that's when everybody that's starts screaming, when, yelling, running for it. And that's how you yeah. know. It's like, because I always tell my sons when they're dating a woman, I say, listen, I don't care how much she says she loves you. I don't care about how great the upside is. I need to know how good she is when y'all fight. Yeah. Do you keep things the way it needs to be? Do you only talk about the issue that at hand? I said, never call a woman out of her name. We've been married. How long have we been married? 21 years. 21 years. I have never called her out her name. The only name I ever called her was Woman. Woman! I used to say something about being in the kitchen and fixing me a pot pie. That's it. Don't send letters. I need counseling. And no, no, hold on. No, because, no, no, no I, wait, I wait a minute. Let me finish. So, okay. Go ahead. Let me finish what I tell my kids. So I'm like, listen, I don't care if you love her. I don't care if she's fine. I don't care if, if when it's raining everywhere but on her. If y'all get into a fight and she calls the cops, leave her. If y'all get into a fight and she's just threatening you and saying the nastiest things that come to her mind, leave her. 
she is not emotionally mature enough and the way she acting don't sound like she gonna get there anytime soon i don't you look everybody gotta know their tempers are gonna get flared but if she feels she got to call a cop she's gonna call a gun with how much these cops come they kill people on wellness checks we say go check oh, on these people to goodness. see if, if they're, they're okay. okay and the cops go there bang i guess not now, now here's a kicker i'm not bashing cops i have never I have been pulled over, I have been stopped, I have been questioned, and they are always good to me every, and be with me half that time. But when you get the ones that just shouldn't have been a cop in the first place, call to your house. Mm -hmm. Too too quick to pull the trigger. She did that. Now, why did she do that? Over an argument, not Over a physical altercation or anything that would require a police officer right. to come. And so I'm, 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 I'm hoping they get better now and they realize that that that, that could be uh, well, not mm, a good. Cop, cop. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a little upset with you. I I, I don't want you dead. Right, right. <laughs> because when, and, because you know, I always tell saying, my, you know, I always tell my son Jordan now. I'm like, yeah, you might be real mad right now, but trust me, that anger. That fire, it ain't gonna last you all winter long. You gonna yeah. calm down, and when you do, what do you got to calm down and come back to? Right. Don't destroy everything in a moment of anger, because you know you might not be able to get back to where you were. Right. You went too far, and you then now that you're calmed down, you're thinking, okay, I'm calm now. Everybody, we can come back. No, mm. so you can call the next cop. And the next one, until you finally get lucky enough to get one that's going to come here and act a fool? No. No. I tell my kids, don't deal with people like that. My brother Man told me that too. Man or Women. woman. Yeah. If you find this guy and he was like, oh, you bumped into me, I'm calling the cops. That ain't no man, that's a mouse. <laughs> Is that why you brought up Tom and Jerry? <laughs> just, just go ahead and go. <laughs> go ahead and go. But listen, if you're source of your unhappiness is a failed marriage a failed relationship running around being boy crazy or girl crazy thinking you're never going to find somebody listen you would rather be alone than end up with the wrong somebody trust me let god lead you and guide you because you only find people when you least expect it like william uh, B's brother, I was working with him at Little Caesars, and he said, you want to meet my sister? I said, why? If she's ugly as you, you're just wasting my time. And then I went over there. She ain't ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, dang, that's your sister? Oh, you're adopted. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Man, let God find you somebody. Quit trying to play matchmaker yourself. There's a there's a lot to um to each individual's life that they have to take account for every day. I mean, if you if your expectations are reasonable, mm -hmm. and you can understand that you know the situation that we're in, you understand the situation that you're in, and you don't try to like live above your means. You don't try to um, expect better than what the what the day. Yesterday had can compare to what you're looking for tomorrow. I like to be surprised. Surprises make me more happier than expectations that that I expected to happen that don't happen. Right. So my 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 idea is to I mean, best way to to, to get through life more joyous, more happy, is to just be grateful for what you have and then consider other people who, like you say, who don't have. Mm -hmm. Consider other people who may be uh, uh, hurting. We live in North Northeast Ohio. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> I know wintertime is coming every season. Yeah. But until somebody told me about it, I didn't realize that people get a little bit uneasy just in anticipation that wintertime is coming. Mm -hmm. So then I had to realize that, you know what, I got to stop doing that because now I'm putting myself in a situation where I'm starting to get the blues worried about what the weather going to be like when it's going to snow how much it's going to snow like how many you're days taking gonna on be icy, right. I'm gonna yeah. right and my and I drive myself crazy mm -hmm. and it's still August <laughs> <laughs> wow anticipation that is coming because yeah. I know 
for the way I see it, springtime is good for May to June and July. But August is just it gets hot and all of a sudden you be thinking, oh you know that snow is coming. And the good days that we're feeling that we're in and enjoying right now is gonna soon come to an end to the point to where I'm gonna have to just deal with unpleasant weather to the point to where I know I gotta get out there and drive because this is what I've been doing for so many years. Right. Over the road driving back and forth to work. Which makes it really not make sense because You've had how many winners here? <laughs> and they ain't killed you yet. I'm trying to say, why am, I, <laughs> why am I letting this get into my head? Because like I said earlier. Anticipating right, something. Like I said that, earlier whatever, in this podcast. Positive. Like I said earlier in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It, when people start to bring stuff up so much and so often. <laughs> next thing you know, it gets to you. Mm-hmm. And it was never a problem before. But the more they put them ideas in your head and the more they keep yeah. reinforcing them and then they tell you stories about bad accidents and weather and how mm. the power outages and oh what if this happens what there if that and then you can't even enjoy the moment when ain't nothing happening at all amen the sun That's is right. just bright right. and shiny but you're so hold on to what could happen instead of gravitating on to what is happening right nothing right. everything is great right which and is why you got to keep the whole armor of God on the shield of faith. Yes, we keep bring, yeah. we keep bringing that up, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It always comes back to God. Don't mind it to be because, focused on. Right. The, the yeah. Apostle Paul said you got to capture every thought, every thought, and bring, bring it, it under, under the subjection to the knowledge of God. Meaning you're gonna have some off the wall thoughts. So yeah, how about this? That's normal. So it's like yeah, but but let's get let's get you know a little bit like personal people. Not our personal, but just, you know. So you work with somebody and you think they're cute. And then your imagination runs all off saying, oh, he did this. My man didn't do this for me. Or she did this. My woman didn't do this for me. Hmm. And then you start to imagine a life with somebody. Mm-hmm. Based and on. It's based upon a two-minute uh, 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 conversation. Right. And then your brain just say, oh, that's what we're going with? That's going to be our Hollywood movie? And then you got this big old... A soap opera playing in your head about how great things are going to be, and then you actually get mad at the person you with, and they ain't did nothing. They ain't do nothing wrong. No, it's just that you got a new fantasy going on. You become hypercritical of everything. Everything, and then that you your leave partner does. the person you were meant to be with to run off to a fantasy, and you find out in the middle of the desert. It was just a mirage in the first place. Yep. It didn't exist. And now you're saying, how did I get here? Because you didn't bring every thought <laughs> under the subjection to the knowledge of God. I always talked about my one friend who said, oh, Dave, this woman is great. I'm like, you're married. <laughs> yeah, but she's great. She listens. Oh, this is wonderful. If you think about it, you said the same thing about your wife when you first met her. This is different, Dave. This is different. What happens? He divorced his wife. He married this woman. And I, I and all I know is the last time I talked to him on the phone, she was in the background yelling, And you better get this on the phone. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is, 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 that that, is that that oasis you ran to? <laughs> is, is that that? Uh, it didn't work out the way you thought. And now you're wishing you never lost what you had because it was so much better than the fantasy that you tried to make a reality. We fantasize how great relationships will be knowing that they were toxic and bad in the first place. And then we keep wanting to go back to it and we keep ourselves miserable by not facing the truth, by not letting God lead us so we can move on to something that's better. I still need counseling. (laughs) We all do. I mean, that's the kind of stuff people need help with. Uh, the understanding that 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 flower they showed you is just because they don't have to deal with you every day. <laughs> <laughs> they just saw you walking down the street and had that little one moment of infatuation and bloomed the flower at you. They was just they do it to everybody. You just think it was special to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a uh, <laughs> I wrote a short film a while ago, mm-hmm. and it was comparing flowers to a relationship mm-hmm. so you remember because mm-hmm. nobody says precursor right so in this um the guy and the girl is just about to break up but he bought her some flowers to uh you know as a gesture because he didn't really want to break up 
And so she was telling him, I wonder why men bring women flowers. You know, you do, and they're great, but they eventually die. And we take one of the dead petals and we put them in a book and we save them. We save the dead things to remind us of when things were actually alive. <laughs> and the whole story just goes down to, you know, it's like relationships are a lot like those flowers. They eventually wither and die, and we hold on to it so hard not knowing it's not alive anymore it wasn't watered it wasn't kept it wasn't treated right and it's over and we refuse to let it go so much so that we take the dead things and keep it around just to remind us as if we are still getting that today you see my need for counseling dave <laughs> no really you need you see mine i'm the one wrote the story is, because this is this is what drives people it's yes. that it's that unending love that the one-sided person may have for the other, no matter what happens. Oh, well, get this. We know somebody. <laughs> we know somebody who went to counseling, and they both had to fill out a questionnaire. Oh. And uh, when they read them down, hers was always a 10. His was always like a 1 or a 2. Ten, 10 being the best and 1 being the worst oh, case you know scenario. Is that, is that that um, they see things different from a different perspective as she sees things as right now he sees things as the long term no oh, okay oh. okay no okay. no because different aspect right because one person feels like they dominate the relationship nine times out of ten whatever they want to do it happens masculine and don't even care what the other person think or feel or their feelings is in, taking it into consideration masculine and it's all of you are getting but that was but see that's the problem this was the woman right and you think to yourself yes man she think that highly of the relationship and that man is sitting there saying i'm dying yes i'm literally dying on the inside i am not allowed to be who god made me to be i'm supposed to be a man but you are I didn't know I was marrying a man. You should, you know, because we ignore a lot of stuff. We ignore a lot of red flags on Days Boy. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, you got to run at every last one, but they must be considered. Anyway, what do you mean, no? I'm just, no, no, I'm just saying I understand. Okay. No, okay. no, I do. I really, I understand. Yeah, but, you know, it's like that's why that dating period is, is so important. <laughs> yeah. Because it's called courting, you know, like court. Mm. You got to bring and show evidence and proof that you are going to be the man. He said, but the man I, still sees the woman as the woman. He, can, he can't help but that she don't see herself as the woman anymore. What else, what, what else is he going to do? I'm the man, you're the woman, I love you, but I can't deal with you coming at me like a man. You, you, you're just a woman. And I, can't, <laughs> I can't speak for all women, but in that situation, um, I'll just use myself as an example because I've been there before and oh, I had to pray. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, I had to pray. I'm like, Lord, I, because I was very independent when me and you got yeah. married. Yes, you were. And um, I wasn't about him telling me nothing. I was like, I'm the woman. I got here. Okay, you know, I didn't know I that. I got my car. I got my house. <laughs> I didn't know raised, that. Not in the process of raising my son. And I don't need a man. I could do this on my own, which is true. I could have very much so. My mama raised me to be independent. And so now I'm married. And what do you mean I got to answer to this man? He can make his decisions. I'll make mine. And if we meet good and if we don't, oh, well, I'm doing what I want to do. I was happy with my show, Boy R.D. <laughs> Believe that. Because I was single, too. And nobody had a better Yeah, collection we were both very TV independent. Dinners. Yeah, so. <laughs> and he had his TV dinners. And I had to pray because we, we were starting to butt heads more. And it was not looking good. And I was like, well, I got to make my choice. Do I want to stay married? Because this is. my fault? This is going this is going downhill quick. So I had to pray. I'm like, Lord, I know what it says in the Bible and I know what you meant and I know you know all this great wonderful stuff, but I don't know how to be that. I don't know how to not be independent, making my own decisions without anybody else's say so. Now here's a kicker. Because as a marriage, you have to take each other's. I mean, you have to sit down. Right. You have to talk. Right, you do. And I'm like, I don't and have to talk to nobody. I do what I want. Because you know, 
the way God leads me through this relationship, I answer to God. And trust me, you don't want to be on the wrong side of that. No. You really don't. Because okay. no. we were going to a church. V had been there her whole life. And I wasn't. And Not my whole life, since I was 12. Same thing. And so I knew I was ready to go. They even told her, when you marry yeah. him, you're, you're leaving. Because he ain't putting up with this stuff. <laughs> And so when we got married, guess what? They must have talked to a prophet from the Old Testament, boy, because they got to, they, I was ready. I said, honey, we got to go because I don't like this for various reasons. And God told me, you can make her leave this church. If you say we're leaving, she will leave with you, but it will forever fracture your relationship. And I'm like, so what do I do? <laughs> and God was like, let her know you're ready to leave. And then let her decide when she's ready to go. So I would just always tell her, I'm ready to go. Actually, you only said it maybe two or three times. You didn't say it that often. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but God was right because that would have She said it didn't take that long, Dave. Well, no, well, it I mean, took a while. It took a while. But he didn't say it that it often. Was, oh, okay. Because yeah. we didn't leave for months after yeah. that. Yeah. It was a year. long Not time. Not years. But it was, yeah. But, it was you know, a long time. Because God had to open her eyes. I can't do it. She, no. she can't live with my say-so for something because her family was there and yeah. all this other stuff. But, like I said, yeah. God said. It was hard. She has to decide when to leave. He didn't yeah. say, put your foot down, be a man, be an alpha dog. <laughs> Go in there and grab my I, I, just thought, I always yeah. just thought it was the idea that when you found a woman in another church or a woman who was in church, the man, and he had a church, that the woman would follow him anyway. Well, that's the problem. I didn't have one. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, yet. Right. Yeah, he didn't have one yet. Yeah. But still, well, you did. I can understand that in 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 the agreements, if she yeah. loved him and cared for him and understands what he's going through, that eventually you both would find another uh, place to go where you'll be comfortable with, eventually. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a that was a tough time, but oh, I wouldn't yeah. have. Man, I'd be like, well, whatever. But I did. I prayed to God to help me. At least, goodness not be the man in the relationship and the sad part is most women if they are soft-spoken if they are nice you know the, the the saddest thing i listen to a lot of relationship shows on youtube and the number one thing men said they want from their woman the number one thing is for her to be nice that's crazy just actually being nice to a man is like making his day to actually walk in the room and see a smile mm -hmm. my wife does it all the time to just 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 actually somebody saying how you doing because they don't realize as men we got to go out and our competition is with ourselves is with everybody else i mean we try to get status we try to get known we try to get seen we we we, we try to conquer the world we want to use the gift god gave us to bring us before great men maybe them great men come with great paychecks and <laughs> we can just keep moving up the ladder and we do all this for the woman in our life and then when we get to them they just look at us and say is that all the claw the claw oh, yeah yeah the claw. and <laughs> I'm, I'm serious and, and when you got that it's hurtful yeah it there is. are certain men in here whose women don't even tell them that they love them anymore who and 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 here's why i'm just spoiled <laughs> when i started making movies B was behind me 300%. 300. No matter what. Always on my side. Always had my back. Called the city to help streets shut down so we can shoot some shows and everything. And yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. man. And I just thought in my naivete that everybody's wife felt that way. Boy, was I wrong. I haven't met a man yet. Let me think about that. I haven't met anybody yet whose woman support them 100%. She might support them in the peripheral, on the side, here and there. I'll let you have Friday to go out and play your guitar or whatever. But as far as supporting them, I've never seen it. Not like this. Never seen it. 
And that's huge. How can you lay next to somebody who don't even want the best for you? Who don't even want to see you be the man that you want to be? This one guy, he was a big dude, friend of mine. We worked together and uh, he had a chance. He got a full ride scholarship to Pitt for football. Full ride scholarship. But he ended up getting his woman pregnant and didn't take the full ride. Unlike dog, she better just catch one down there when she can to visit. You get a full ride scholarship to Pitt? And he was like, no, so I'm just gonna stay here. I'm gonna get a job and help raise the kid and this, that, and that. I'm like, man, look, you gotta sacrifice these early years so you can have something. And it didn't work out between him and the woman at all. So that's one part of the dreams he gave up on. But see, here's the kicker. So now he's with another woman. And in Pittsburgh, they had a, a, a camp coming up. All the professional NFL teams send somebody to this camp to watch people play and practice this, that, and the other, to see if they were still interested. And it costs like five, $600. That ain't nothing, really, unless you're broke. But... He said, I want to go. I'm like, go. And he was, he, he was pumped. He was excited, man. And the next day I saw him, I was like, what's wrong with you? Well, his woman thought he shouldn't go. She said to him, some dreams just aren't meant to be had. And I said, and some curves aren't meant to you to stand on. <laughs> so you got to get out there on whatever time they take out the garbage is when you need to be out on that curve. Because of a woman is not going to have you go for it. That's when a man ends up with midlife crisis. That's when a man ends up shattered and broken because somebody he's with don't even understand. Even if she didn't think he would make it at all, what was the harm in letting him go for his dreams? And now he will forever spend his life hating her as the reason. Because he's going to fantasize in that moment he went and every football team was like, oh, my goodness, we want you. But that didn't happen. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. <laughs> well, what happened was he did go. Mm -hmm. And he was doing great. Mm -hmm. And in one play, he got tackled out of bounds, shattered his ankle, mm. just twisted bad. And, you know, he came home in crutches and everything. But he went. Mm. It played out. It played out. You know what I mean? And so he don't have to hate her for it. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they ain't together either. But <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, yeah. to have somebody who doesn't have your back like yeah, that. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's. yeah. So let me help out our um, audience here because um, this helped us out too. T.D. Jakes has a book. It's called He Motions. And he wrote it for the men. But. After a while, he's like, yeah, the women probably should, should read it too. But that that's very eye-opening when it comes to seeing the world through the male uh, viewpoint. Right. The man it's powerful. Yeah, it's very powerful. It'll, it'll enlighten you. You can find it on Audible, Amazon, and any place that sells a book. Yeah, and it's a good book. I read it. I read like nine books one year and these books was thick <laughs> i ain't talking my normal traditional comic books i read thousands of those a year but these books was like cheese and crackers war and peace novels man but it got through them god was good so let's try to get back to the story if you're not happy ask yourself why because all the things that you're fighting about all the arguments that comes up it might not even be the reason why you feel the way that you do it's like you're masking your real feelings because you're too afraid to have certain conversations you're fighting about toilet paper when the problem was he forgot the anniversary <laughs> you know it's like you you making all these things up in your mind your mind is the, is the most advanced computer system ever created. It can be programmed. Never forget that. And you're the one who are conscious enough to program it. 
So be sure of what you're putting into it because you're definitely going to get it back out. Remember, I just have to just throw that word out there. Remember, remember the, the, uh, the promises of God will move you to, uh, to feeling better, living better. You just have to remember what you have. Remember what it is um, that, that um, is there for you. Life is it's only going to be as, uh, as, as, as good as it's going to be. But for you, it doesn't have to be as bad or as dismal as you make it out to be on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And remember that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. And when you're filled with the Spirit, you'll be filled with fruit of joy. Be able to have it and give it. And just remember, when it comes to relationships... <laughs> If you say, oh, he's so perfect. No, he ain't. Oh, she's so perfect. No, she ain't. People are people. The biggest lie ever told was the one you told to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. And if you haven't gave God a chance, give him a chance. If you don't believe in God, okay, that's fine too. Here's a kicker. Then what's the harm? What's the harm of getting a Bible... And starting with anything, Proverbs, starting with the book of Acts, starting with Genesis, just give God a chance. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and have a conversation with God. And I guarantee you, your whole life will change. Well, I'm David Walker. I'm Hiltrude Walker, also known as Bebe. And I'm Dennis Pixley. All right, goodbye, everybody. (laughs)